Yes, people, welcome to Mouthpiece. Today we are going to be speaking with our very own Jack Fincham. It is a special episode. Hope you enjoy it. Right, guys, welcome, Yo, welcome to the to the Mouthpiece. This what it's uh, called, Mouthpiece. It is called. I like that. Actually. Yeah, it's a good name. Yeah. It's time to spell your truths. Clever. Yeah. It is. So we're gonna. We may as well just delve straight into it and just. That like, we want to hear the truth. Yeah. yeah. Not just from you. We want to hear the truth. Yeah. From from the the big man as well. Where so, is he? <laughs> <laughs> mate, it's definitely you, mate. Ben Davison's been telling me. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's dive straight in. Uh, you're from South East London. South East London, yeah, yeah. What was it like growing up there? Do you know what? I, lo- I loved my upbringing. It was, cl- it was a classic. Like We lived like um, on an estate in Abbey Wood in South East London. So it was like when one's always out on the bike all day, just play out, play out in the street the whole day. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, all, all, you, should, you know, you should knock for your mates. You should knock for all your neighbours and stuff. But yeah, I, I liked growing up there. I like, I like South East London. Trouble? It's, yeah, I was a naughty little shit. <laughs> I was always in trouble. There was signs everywhere saying no ball games, and I was used to football. So every time I kicked the football, it hit a neighbour's window. Never used to go through, but it used to go bong, and they'd kind of go, Jack, come, you got to stop doing this now. But um, but yeah, we was naughty little little shit. Not Dan Ginger as well was a, was a, oh, yeah, a favourite yeah, of mine. Quality. That was a favourite. You and your brother wasn't that? How was it? Me and Oliver. I mean, I, so me. And my, so it's funny because my little brother, like, because it's what you do to your little brothers. We're all playing a game of football, right? And then we just stick him in goal, just leave him in goal. We go, can I? But nah, you just, you're right back there, Oliver. You just stay, you stay in goal. Do you know what I mean? I love that. So when was the what was the first memory of boxing that you have? First memory of boxing. Um, do you know this sounds stupid? Here? So I used to play football like Sunday league, mm-hmm. but seven aside, I was all right. As soon as the old offside rule come in and we got older, we threw eleven aside. I was useless. Go hanger. I was useless. I was just sort of hang about. Yeah, go hanger. And um, I, I've just this is gonna sound ridiculous. I really wanted a six pack, so I went. I was only like only like thirteen, and because um, my mate Joe. Joe McCulley, right? He used to, he was a very good boxer, national champion. He was in my year at school and we was like best mates in school. And uh, he used to box, he used to look really I was like, oh, I want to look like that. So I went to my local club, which was Elton Boxing Club. Yeah. And then as I got in there, I thought, God, I'm better at this than than football. Just stuck at it. And all of a sudden I was there a few months, man, I had my first bout, and I was like, oh my God, I'm in here. And I, and, I, and I loved it. So my first memory was probably, yeah, being with Joe in school and him talking about boxing all the time, making weight and like, all that sort of stuff that I didn't know about, and um, and yeah, and then I thought, right, I'm giving, I'm having, I'm having a crack at this. All for a six pack. All for a six pack, and I still ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been hard to balance, though. How 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 you were kind of you did what you want when you were growing up. Mm. You were you were a fun kid. Yeah. You were a cheeky chappy. Yeah. Then suddenly you're in the boxing ring. Uh, how how do you balance that? Because there's a lot of discipline involved, should, especially yeah, for young Yeah, but do you know kids. what though? Honestly, like it, it was so back then, like in the, like in the amateurs then, it was like one of them ones. For, for example, if we used to come into the gym and we never had our wraps wrapped up, and they was all up out, then we used to have to just do burpees for an hour and a half. Do you know what I mean? It was things like so. It did teach us. It did teach us. I taught me discipline. Like you know, and I'd be in school getting up like, my school lunch. I couldn't have the I used to, oh, these ice buns they used to do in my school. Mate, that was so nice. God, <laughs> mate, it was unbelievable. <laughs> like, it, was so, it was so nice though. It was just creamy deliciousness. And then, um, so yeah, I, 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 you know, learn your discipline to 
um, you know, eat, you can't eat what you want all the time and respect, definitely learn respect. Like, because I remember if I was ever naughty in school, my mum wouldn't let me go training. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the, because I love boxing, I was like, oh, no, so then you, you'd end up being more well behaved because I wanted to box and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like boxing gives you the, just the most discipline. You know? 100%. Other than something like, I don't know, like going to the army, I feel yeah. like you just can't really get close to the discipline no. needed because you, you, you can't really cheat. No. In boxing, you've got and to if be you do, fit. and if you do try and like, you know, go, go into it half-heartedly, or you do, you know, you don't train properly, you just get found out. And it's and at the end of the day, you got you can have the all the teams around you, the trainers around you, but it's only you stepping in the ring. There's yeah. no other sport like boxing in that sense. I no. mean, that's why we weren't in boxing. We we were running events, uh, you know, you're big doing like, festivals, like, gigs, festivals and parties, festivals, and that, wouldn't okay. you? Um, Shit was shit was really successful, but then I started hanging around with a few boxers and seeing how they were working, seeing how disciplined they were, seeing all the things that they had to go through. Mm. That was an, that's another level. Mm. And so, in terms of just being in and around boxers, and that, where I think it's so good for Jack as well, you're never gonna get that type of discipline, that type no. of struggle yeah. anywhere else. And no. if you can imply that into into other areas of your life which is what sort of we've done as a business mm. and just being around them is it's it can take you to a to levels that you could never imagine yeah. so how and did you even get into the boxing world um as i say we we ran events big events in manchester festivals gigs business partner baz ran a big famous one called mint festival and so to be honest um we we kind of were around boxers just from where we were from in Manchester. It's a big boxing scene, mm, yeah. and one of my first friends in boxing was a was a is a cruiserweight called Sam Hyde. Oh wow, yeah, and I know him well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think he he, he actually fought Riyapur, uh, uh recently, but um, oh, was that his last fight actually? Yeah, yeah with him, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah against Dion Juma. Juma. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that was a, one of the best fights I've yeah. seen. Yeah, um, yeah. That quality, but it, yeah. as soon as I saw that fight on paper, I knew that was going to be Seriously. a tough, yeah. tough, tough so fight. So Sam's one of those guys. There are a lot of boxers that say they fight anyone. Yeah, Sam will fight anyone, yeah. and mm. he's hard as nails, and he gets. Uh, you will yeah. have seen him in yeah. that. And so he was, he was, essentially a close friend uh, in Manchester, and I started to go to his shows and help out on his shows. That's how I started in boxing, okay. mm. and uh, I go to the shows and think, fucking hell. These guys, one, work their arse off for fuck all and they're in the gym every day and they have to go in and get beat up and do all these. And I couldn't believe that I, that I would ever moan. And I think when I started to go to those events and see, I think, see how bad they were. I don't know if anyone has ever been to small hall shows. <laughs> yeah. but I've been to loads of small yeah. hall it's, shows. It's, it's, so it's, it's small hall tricks, shows. you know. Like, I remember that one specifically. Um, if you're If you're, like, the home promoter, for a small hall show, mm. you can pretty much pretty much pull any trick you want. Say there's no tickets left, mm. you can yeah. you know make it so that your the away fighter mm. basically turns up alone. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, exactly. And I, I even to to actually get into that fight, yeah. I had to pull out every stop. I had to go and get a JD jacket that was in my car. Why did how did you get to that fight? Because it wasn't televised. It should have been televised. It should have no, it yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dion's one of my close friends, right, so okay. um, and I knew there was like no tickets kind of advertised or not, yeah. none ready. So I just, guy, I just, yeah. I just drove up there. I drove up there. They was telling me no, nope, there's no tickets. In. Like you, you see when you're checking it. side doors, trying to get in yeah. anywhere you can. I just put on a JD jacket in the end. I was just like, yeah, I'm here to work the fight. 
Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was smart. Yeah. That was smart. Was and she was just like, no, like, like, what do you mean? Like, you're not on, you're not on press. I'm just like, what do you mean I'm not on press? Like, yes, Google it. Of course I'm on press. Way. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, I haven't been sent all the way up here. Yeah, yeah. To, to not, to not get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somehow, ten minutes of going back and forth, I got Love in. That. But yeah, that's small hall shows, and that's yeah, a, yeah. that's the thing. There is lots of that. Yeah. That's the politics in boxing, mm. where if you are the home promoter or a big promoter you're able to just pull certain strings and cause mm. just issues for the away file yeah, all the time. It's not just that as well. It's, it's everything that goes with it. Um, the fact that the people are training 10 weeks, they're earning, they, all the, they have to sell tickets, and that's why the pandemic's been such a problem for small hall promoters. They have to sell tickets. And if they, they, they come and perform and there's hardly anyone there, the production's terrible, it's not even filmed. And you think and these boxers are running about <coughs> dropping tickets off everywhere? Do you know what yeah. I mean? That takes up a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, and does, yeah. just think in between training, they're training twice a day, then yeah. they're, they're finishing training, then they're dropping tickets off here, tickets off yeah. there, tickets up there. It's hard work. It's yeah. hard work, them small shows, man. So seeing that, I think that's where it started for me, was like, these guys inspire me. We've got the skill set to help them. Yeah. And that's how Ultimate Boxer started, obviously, in terms of trying to find ways to give more opportunities to these guys, give more money to these guys, and put on better shows. And I don't think it's the promoter's fault. Like it's so hard, people aren't interested in, you know, two guys that they don't know having yeah. a scrap. Unfortunately, it's just most people aren't interested in it, and so that's how it started, and that's where Ultimate Boxer kind of came yeah. from. I think I think that's interesting because boxing to the the mainstream audience, they see the glitz and the glam, and they see the Sky Sports and the box office, and they don't necessarily see the years of pain. And it, you know, what? it's a dark sport. Mm. I know so many fighters and. <clears throat> Fighters are complex creatures. Like they've yeah. they've got a lot of them like dark stories, dark parts, um, mm. like and and they need to fight, and they need. To, you know what I'm saying? They need something like that. It, yeah, for, for, even for me myself, like if I ever uh, get to a point, cause I mean, I, I mean, I was, I'm up and down all the time. You know, how I feel sometimes, and when 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 I feel a bit like that, my go-to is boxing. Yeah, and it is, and it's like. And also as well, like it's like you're training, you're training for for something, you know, you, and you know you're taking out its controlled aggression. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I've never been like a, a, a gym person, you know, like lifting weights. I think, what am I lifting weights for? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like where's yeah. that? You know, you've got you've got an end goal and like it's controlled aggression and it's discipline and every, and you find that when you're focused on something like that, everything else around you like, just gets better. Yeah. You know, you, you're you're happier. You sleep better. Yeah. You know, you're you're more positive. Things start going your way more. Yeah, it's it, it, there's just no sport yeah. like boxing. That's yeah. something I've noticed with Jack yeah. is, um, sorry, mate. When I've met man. him, he's got everything going for him, and he's got all you know. He, he's get commercial deals here, there, big on Instagram. He gets all the birds, all that kind of stuff. But really, <laughs> well, I won't <laughs> say anything. But yeah, <laughs> but he's you know he's got two million followers. You know what it's like, and but seeing him now have discipline in his life, mm. that makes him happy. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you can have all these things, but if you don't have goals, if you don't have substance mm. to what you're doing every day and a dream and a, and, a, and a vision of something that makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel uncomfortable, mm. it doesn't matter, you can just be strolling through life and, and it becomes quite of a, a sad existence. I think that's what I've seen. Kind and of and do you know what it was? It was like, uh, this boxing now and training especially training Ben Davis I mean who gets that opportunity exactly. it's amazing like, yeah. I, I pinch myself on him in that gym sometimes but it's like I, I got to a point where I thought 
what am I doing? Yeah. What is what is my job? What do I do? And you start you you do you lose your way a little bit, and you think I don't you know you might you could go you know, I do my filming I do stuff like that, but then when these you know you finish filming or you finish you know your brand deal, you go out you sit there and you think, and then you're always worrying about what's next, but. Yeah. This is a goal for me, and I've, since I've been a little boy, I've always said I want to turn pro. Yeah. I remember you being in the gym going, I can't wait until we all turn pro. You know, when you get older, you discover birds, you discover the pub, you, di- you discover you've got to go to work all day and do yeah. I want to go to the gym after, and yeah. then you lose sight of it. But it's always been in the back of my mind. And it's like, well, I felt a bit lost at one point. Find, you know, especially, you know, working with Ultimate Boxer um, on the shows, doing the presenting, I thought, my God, this is me. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Then I got the bug to actually go back in the ring, yeah. and now I'm training. I, I'm just every part of my life is happier. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Do you reckon um, before you went into into the into the villa, mm. how were things then? Like, do do you feel like things? I, I feel like it's it's very intense in there, yeah, yeah. and when you come out, the whole world's looking at you, and yeah. you've got this. You know, like just you're under a microscope. Mm. Um, is it? Would you say dealing with pressure after coming out of the villa is like as hard as anything I've had to do? Do you know what? It, it is hard. I'm not going to sit and say it's not hard, but it's like it's one of them things where it's changed my life completely for the better. Because without you know going on Love Island and stuff, I'd never have been able to have met Ben and Baz and given the opportunity to present with Paulie Malinaji, one of my fucking heroes. Yeah. Who I've watched boxing since I'm a little kid. Yeah. You know, shout out Paulie. Yeah. Shout, shout out Paulie Malinaji. Paulie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you know, so it, it has, but and then obviously it's a lot of pressure with it. But before that, obviously when I was working, I, I was um, I had a stationery company with, with a friend, and we sell supplier stationery. Everyone says it's just pens, but we sold the lot. <laughs> um, but uh, we done anything literally, and um, I, I I I like a routine. So you know, I'd get up, I knew what time to do. I work. I'd make, make my meet, meet my targets and then come home, and that, you know, I, I knew where my life was, and it's like. You go, you go in the villa, all of a sudden you come out, wow, everyone knows you. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, it's mental. Sort of thing. I haven't yeah. even done anything. But, um, <laughs> you know, so that, so back to the boxing, having a structure again, I go to training in the morning, I come home, <clears> I have something to eat, yeah. and then I go back training in the evening, have my dinner, walk the dogs, go to bed. That, I need structure in my life, because otherwise I get anxious and I get a bit like, what am I doing? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, but I've gone off track there. But yeah, but um, yeah, it, it, it was hard, but also the best thing that's ever happened to me. Do you, hey, but you take the rough with the smooth, though, don't you? Of course, I mean, of course, all the good things you've got yeah, to have a bad always, thing with yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. it's like the training. Like nobody really. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not having it. Nobody really likes training to the point where you can't breathe. <laughs> it's the worst. And anyone says they like it, yeah. they're a liar. Yeah. But they love the feeling of their hand getting lifted at the yeah. end of the fight. Yeah. So it's you know you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Do you know what? It's strange you say that, you know, because I actually can think of somebody who likes the feeling of almost dying. But what? he's, yeah, he's just come from... I mean, he's he, 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 a turmoil. The the yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds like a right laugh. No, there are the, the the people that enjoy the pain. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think as you get more I used don't. to it... Yeah. yeah. But you do... Yeah, really, there's some people that... that get to a mindset yeah. where the more struggle and painful it is, the more they feel they're growing. And they, well, it's that saying, isn't it? They, you know, Train hard, fight easy. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? But it's not even just that. I feel like, for example, you seem like a a well-rounded individual. Mm. Obviously, there's going to be dark parts or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, of course, of course. But you seem well-rounded mm. in, in even before going in, into the villa and stuff. Yeah. You had a stationary business, all of yeah. this kind of stuff. Whereas some people, 
and and do you know who who was like that? Who was kind of well round, like a Ho- Oscar De La Hoya. He said that growing up, yeah. he was just pretty normal. Yeah. And then you have other fighters who are monsters. Yeah. Yeah. To this guy, like <laughs> just you see, like as in like, like <laughs> you know, like. Don't, don't like, reference yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know that there, there are <coughs> fighters, or, or there's even other ones that you know come from turmoil, and that's where they find their like their hunger to box and their hunger mm. to fight, and they just have no quit in them. And that's the that's the strange thing I always mm. find about boxing that mm. you get so many different walks of life. You get 100%. somebody who's grown I mean, up look, in an look, ivory look, tower. Think of uh, Junior Witter. He was yeah. a bin man. Yeah. And then yeah. he went and won. Did he? We won yeah. a world title, didn't yeah. he? Lamont Peterson. He was. Lamont he Peterson. was. Yeah. He was literally you know what I mean? homeless. Literally. You know, the American dream. So yeah, that's the good. That's what I love about boxing more than anything is that it. You, you and can everyone's come from everyone's the on the same level same when you're in yeah, that gym. Path. You're all yeah, on the same. It. Everyone's going for a dream. Yeah. Mm. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Everyone's waking up with a goal and a dream, and that's what's beautiful about boxing. Yeah. That's what's yeah. amazing about the gym. It's like, it's like I was talking to Ben actually earlier today at training and. I, I said, do you know what? Like my dream, I'd love to win a um, Southern Area title. And he said, that's a right hard title to win. And it is. It is. It is a really hard title to win. But he said, that that's like, to some people, that's their that's their world title. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when you get to like British level, European level, money starts getting involved and things like that. Then it, and then they think, well, look, I've got this far, I'm getting a good purse to the door. Whereas that, those sort of belts, like you know, your southern areas and all that kind of thing, to these people, that's their world title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that that is probably in boxing, that would be my dream to win the southern area title. So I can go, I can go in any pub and say I'm the best fighter in here at light heavyweight. <laughs> as long as it's in a uh, southern area. As long as it's in southern area. If I'm up north, I go right now. Maybe not then. <laughs> um, but how, like, have you had to take the same kind of mindset from before? boxing mm. uh you know when you ha- when you have your when you're meeting targets you know like mm. as in in your stationary business mm. it's this it's different but it's the same in the sense that every day you're just trying to do a bit better a bit more a bit more yeah and you got you got to be yeah you got to have that sort of um you got to want to improve yourself because look don't get me wrong look there's there've been times when I'll be working I'm on the phone I go to a meeting that didn't go to plan or I didn't win a big account and you think oh yeah. And then it's so easy to go, oh, do you know what? Like, I'm not going to bother today. Da, da, da. But then but then there'd be days where I, I'll put it this way. So there'd be days I knew I had to make up an extra couple of grand to hit my target. Yeah, I, I needed my commission. I had to do it. But you find a way. I found a way to do it in two days. Wow. Because, yeah. but, but I could have done that before. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's in you to do it. So I think the same with boxing. Where you think, oh, I can't run anymore. I, can't, I ain't got another round in me. But if you have to, somehow your body finds a way to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. a- having a job where I used to have to meet targets and stuff has helped me with boxing because you just find a way to get through it and you yeah. find a way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So. There'll be times when you're in the ring and you're looking across the ring and you see someone that's bigger than you, I think stronger, faster. Falls over or something. And you've got to find a way. It doesn't matter. He's faster, no bigger, stronger, but you still, that, that attitude is kind of what it takes, you know, mm. like I don't care what advantages you've got over mm. me, I'm going to make it happen. Mm. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a proper, it's a boxer's mentality. It really 100%. is. It really is. Mm. The more setbacks you have, the more painful it becomes. Yeah. The more your body can always just go yeah. much further. Your mind can always go much further but than it, you think. Uh, yeah. And, I, and I've learned, I've, I've learned that it's mad because it's like, what you think, you, you think you can't go any further 
and then you do it again next week and then there's someone next to you going, come on, you can do it. And then all of a sudden you do it. Whereas yeah. if you was on your own in the gym, you'd go, yeah. right, I've, that's been max. Yeah. But you yeah. know when you've got someone there or you've got a target, you think, right, I'm fighting at this date. You just somehow find yeah. something in you and you think, oh my God, I can yeah. do it. And then you want then you want to get further than that. Exactly. Then you want to get further than that. Then along the way, you're losing weight, you're getting fitter and all of a sudden you go, jab, yeah. head that's, off. That, yeah. is, that is exactly it. That's mm. where boxing's inspired us. Like when we first started, I think I was 23 years old. There was no chance I was going to get a prom- promoter's license, mm. and it was. We went for it. it. Took us six, eight months. You know, of pitching, of this, of that. Got one, and then suddenly decided, right, the first event, Manchester Arena. I mean, cannot tell you the amount of mistakes and the amount of setbacks <laughs> that we made yeah. trying to put on a quarter million pound show yeah. with no broadcasters, with nothing to support. First time we'd ever worked in boxing, and we and and we kind of just making it up as we go along but because we went so deep and yeah. put ourselves in such a vulnerable position it allowed us to learn a lot faster and so the, usually the, the the highest mountain that you take the faster you learn and 100% that's what boxing is as well yeah, definitely and um, yeah it's just uh, that's why it's a beautiful sport and that's why it's great to be around it what um problems have you found that the pandemic's brought Specifically for boxer, but also for because you are mm. a boxer now, Jack. Like what, yeah. what, what has I feel like I know a lot of people where um, the pandemic has basically brought their career to a bit of a just a standstill. Do you know what? So I was originally going to box at an earlier date, and then the pandemic hit. Couldn't go in the gym. Couldn't do anything. You know, you get scrutinised for like anything you do. Like, yeah. Is this safe? Is this safe? Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't know what to say. I, yeah. I, I didn't see. It. It was like, it was yeah. like, do you know what I mean? And and, and there was worry about am I going to have any work and things yeah. like that. So I I have really struggled with it mentally, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I just think it it it, it was just yeah, it, it affected everything in such a way. But I feel like we're adapting now yeah. as a nation. I feel like I keep hearing the phrase "it's the new normal." And it kind of is getting like that now, yeah. isn't it? I uh, well, no, listen, uh, yeah. don't get me wrong, I fucking hope not. But, <laughs> like, you know, but it, it, did, it affected me in, in every way, in, yeah. in work, training, you know, just mental health, everything. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what? For you specifically, for Jack specifically, when we signed him, mm. we were like, right, we're going to sell loads of tickets. We got his saying. brother involved. We were planning an after party. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what we, we loved that side. Our shows yeah. were always like, I mean, I was only involved for the party. Fucking big parties and everything. That's where, and then so, and for that to be taken away, it almost is like, it's a big hit to the industry, but at the same time, you've got to react now. Jack's doing a reality show instead to document his journey, and I think it's going to become more content focused. So Mm. there's definitely always a way, but what I would say for the smaller fighters, the people that don't have that digital following, the people, it now is more about how many followers you have rather yes. than how many tickets you can sell. Yeah. And it suddenly. is it, it's sad that and it yeah. sometimes you think when you think of it that way. It is. But yeah. it is. I, I feel like it's. I mean, fighters will kind of not love it because they'll be like, "Oh, you know, I've fought for years, and him, he's come and he's got more Instagram followers, and because of it, he gets a bigger." But I think fighters can learn from it. I really do. Mm. I feel like fighters. It, it obviously it's good to be able like to just Mike Tyson would a killer like Mike Tyson that doesn't give a shit about pretending about this or that could you really see him when an 18 year old Mike Tyson going like it's this completely different like areas no I'm not saying you have to do that but I, no. I feel like you, once you get to a certain level the yeah. Instagram followers and all of the, your yeah. socials just grow anyway yeah. but I'm talking in the beginning stage so in order to kind of build your own shop window I feel like a lot of fighters 
should do a bit more online. Whether it just means posting stuff of you training and just just to be able to show people I'm here. I feel like it's. I I think so, yeah, and I yeah. think it's just literally again, like you said, the the era that we live in now is madness. Like it's madness. Like yeah. people now are famous and have changed their lives. Yeah just through their content they put on Instagram. Exactly. Not doing it on purpose, just yeah. doing it because they're being themselves. Yeah. And you know, so I think, especially for fighters, you know, it's, it's national champions that turn over and yeah. go pro and stuff like that. Post up your pad work, post yeah. up. People go, quiet yeah. enough, good. Yeah. You know, then you get your, your boxing following and all happen. You know, prime example is that Ryan Garcia. He's yes. like a proper yeah, celebrity yeah. now, yeah. mate. Exactly. Unbelievable. Exactly, and, and the thing is, they're not putting up, I mean, you're more likely than not, if you're yeah, a decent it'll, boxer, it'll you'll have your six pack. Just yeah. post your yeah. topless picture. Yeah, it's a content. That's it. Yeah, it, it, is, it is. It is becoming. It is becoming. 100%. The numbers matter yeah. now, you know, and it will get you your fights. It is a business. Still. Yeah, the whole thing's still a business. Yeah. How many times do we see, you know, fighters uh, just kind of not refusing to fight fighters, but coming up with excuses, not not you know faking injuries. Let's just say it how it is, just to not be able to fight that person because that person. Brings way more risk than a reward. There's more. Mm. There's more problems. Exactly. There's more pretenders in boxing than MMA. 100%, exactly. From exactly. That but hopefully, that's one thing out of the pandemic is that fighters are going to have to fight each other, yeah. and that's just how. Hundred percent. Do Do you think so? For example, uh, you're you're not you know a, a widely experienced pro where you have no, fifty fights. Would you prefer to fight with or without fans? I thought about this. Obviously, like, you know, I, when I've boxed before, I've boxed in front of quite a lot of people. I've boxed at your call before, yeah. you know, and it does make me nervous having those people there. So now I've been thinking about it more and more because there's, 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 two, there's two parts to it in it. So, you know, if you had everyone there cheering you on, yeah, like it was your, you know, you're the home fighter. In a way, for me personally, everyone's different. Sometimes I find that even more pressure. It is. Because they're all there. You know, if I was, I'd rather no one know where I am, not care. Yeah. So I feel like fighting with no fans on my pro debut, for me, I would prefer it. Because I'm not, look, I'd be lying if I said I'm not nervous, mate. Yeah. My, my last fight was like four or five years ago. Yeah. And I'm coming off a loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was talking about it. Do you know what I mean? That's all I thought, fuck, uh, this, I ain't doing this no more. Somehow, I'm now turning pro. But I, I, I want to, um, yeah, I think for me personally, it, it, it would be, it's, it, it suits me. Yeah. It suits me. And then, you know, once my confidence has grown, then, yeah, let's get the crowd behind me. But as it lays at the start, yeah, I think I'm, I, I'd prefer it. I've always, I've always thought, I thought, Boxing with no no fans, it suits smaller hall fighters mm. and less away fighters, less experienced fighters. But also, there's some boxers that are just incredible sparers, mm. you know, and they can spar, they'll box your head off and then in a fight, they kind of freeze a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes this kind of situation helps that them. It, it help, the more skilled boxer I've always assumed would, yeah, would, a- would thrive more yeah. under... Under there's less no variables, fans. isn't there? Exactly. There's less noise. There's yeah. less pressure. Exactly. It's more. It comes down to talent, mm. really. Mm. Um, it just depends on who's going to get those opportunities yeah. as well. Because exactly. there's, there's probably fifty percent of boxers now sat at home, having no idea where their career's going. Yeah. Um, that makes it upsets me. That. It is it because is. You, you are, we all know what goes into it, and to think that they're sitting there, that upsets me. That that yeah. fault. Because you know I mean? they always had the dream, and that's why I go back yeah. to it, and that's why mm. this pandemic yeah. is so 
they need to think about when they put people in lockdown or when they because they might be saving lives but they are ruining lives as yeah, well of course, yeah. and 100%. they're ruining dreams and, yeah. the, and if you, without people without their dreams what do they have and the, and the thing is we're assuming everyone's you know 22 23 and you can have a year off or two years off what about the people that are and turning the, yeah. 30 31 100%. 32 33 these th- this is the year that they can't have off this yeah. is the year that was meant to be the breakthrough year for you yeah. so it's, it's tough um but yeah, I guess that's up to the British Board of Control. Mm. How were you when, uh, when you went for your your pro license? Well, so uh, it's funny, right? You so better be careful. What did what did, what did it, it was it, it was mad because um, you know I, I took all my old you know all my old programs with my name in it and with my name in and all the um, old photos of me boxing and they asked how many fights I had and stuff. And then what did he say? Yeah, uh, Mick Collier made me laugh. He went, uh, he went I don't know, he was on Doctor Who or something, and I went, <laughs> <laughs> so it made me laugh straight away. Um, and uh, they said, look, you obviously, you obviously can fight, you obviously you've boxed before. They said, um, yeah, so they give me my licence, but I've got to do an assessment, and then the licence will come through the door. The board are doing well. It's a yeah. tough position for them to be yeah. in. The, got, I, funnily enough, yeah. the board actually texted me back this morning just confirming my date for not a date with someone from the board. <laughs> uh, confirming my date of when I'm when I've got to do my assessment. Um, it's at Gilbert City Boxing Club. Normally at Peacock, isn't it? I don't know why. They're, they're strict yeah. guys. My they're, second, they're very strict. Yeah. My second show, I get pulled in. How serious? You know, threatening to take my license away. End up with a two grand fine. Did you? Yeah. And uh, but enough, but now I'm closer closer with them than ever. What, what for? As I say, <laughs> he, was, he was streaking. Oh, you we went right, right in at the deep end. Yeah. We went, right, let's do A-man tournaments. Let's try and get TV. Let's do arena shows. And yeah. with that comes huge problems yeah. because you've not done shows before. Yeah. You've not done the health and safety before. You've not made stuff, you know, made sure things go smoothly. And so I think it just got the first show. They gave me a slap on the wrist. And then the second show, it, it was at the Indigo O2. On a, I don't know if anyone's been yeah. there, but I was at that. I was at that. The, one, no, you. Were, so we've we've done a couple there, but the second one, the rings on the stage. Yeah, you can't get in and out. Um, we had Charlie Sloth DJ booth next to the <laughs> ring. Yeah, they were like, "What the fuck is this?" Suddenly moving Charlie Booth's DJ booth out of the way. The first show, Big Nasty had come on. I don't know if anyone saw that. And I said, please don't swear. Please don't swear. Are you sure it wasn't Graham Originals you're talking about? <laughs> no. It, it, no. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? Eskimo dance. <laughs> yeah, Eskimo <laughs> dance. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I suppose it's, it's, it's good and bad because you're learning... All your oh, mistakes. It's reckless. Yeah, it was you, reckless you as well. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend how we did it. Yeah, it's been a fast track, but it's been bumpy as hell. Yeah, and big nasty. We said, please don't swear. This was his first live performance. His first TV Pissing show. He goes. In there, mate. Everyone. Not yeah, swear. yeah, yeah. Everyone on the left say. <laughs> everyone on the right say. <laughs> live on TV. I'm no joke. And no, he didn't. I swear on my life. It was Hearn actually mentioned it in one of his interviews because he he watched that show. I mean, it is funny. And, though, and he, was, it? he he couldn't believe what what uh, we had guys writing in saying. I was sat there watching a lovely boxing show with my ten year old son, and suddenly this guy comes on yeah. the stage and goes, "Everyone on the right say." Everyone. On, and the worst thing was it pans to our crowd did, did, and they're all going. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just thinking. It's, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably the uh, worst. Yeah. Word First show. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and so that then culminated in the second show, Charlie Sloth, DJ Boob. And it he just said, there. say prick. <laughs> yeah, health and safety wasn't there and it wasn't structured. And to be fair, 
we were so focused on making it different that we forgot, you know, we didn't focus on the fundamentals. And that's why the board are a great thing. And I'm so glad they are. They're the best in the world, really, at what they, they do. Really and, and they brought me in and they, they, they nearly took us away. But now we're closer than ever. And, uh, yeah, British Boxing Board tr doing really, really well during So this because period. of that, did you end up varying your shows and doing different things? Our shows now are so well run. And I think anyone at the board would say that. And it's, yeah, from being shit scared from making sure that we made the right bring the right people into the team and yeah learning quickly and yeah now we work well with the board and uh yeah it's all been pretty plain sailing we've cut the shows it's a different type of feel and we just put more emphasis on the boxer really yeah. and that's that's the main thing obviously you've got the the deal with uh BT and ITV mm. that's that is big mm. mate when you told me that mate I was very proud of you, Ben. <laughs> That's it's, it's massive, you know. Like this, and you, Baz. Don't worry, and you. It's proud of you. <laughs> and Mason and Charlie <laughs> and Mason and, and yeah, the whole team. We've got is, a young. We're all under we're a young team, all in our twenties. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. It's hard work. Yeah. We don't have the consistency of a Sky contract or a BT contract. Two yeah. years, three years, millions going in. We have to work per show, yeah. every show, and make sure show's good enough. And so, yeah, it's the first time that we will be on ITV as well which is great um, and then BT as well and who have always always supported us Fighters will most probably be excited about that you get Terrestrial TV you get yeah. you get BT Sport you get it's like it's, it's, it's good especially yeah. in a time like this when yeah, you just want exposure it. and that's why broadcasters need to come together promoters we've seen it with Hearn and Warren looking to come together there's no other option yeah. the boxers are the most important thing in the sport and we've got to give them the opportunities we <sighs> Do you know what it is? Like I'm a I'm a huge boxing fan. Before anything, I'm a boxing fan. I want to mm. see the best fights all the time. Mm. So it's annoyed me some of the the cold wars I've seen. You know, not even just here, but in America, where top rank don't fight golden boy fighters and stuff so, like that. Yeah. And we've we've been robbed of so many fights mm. it's, it's, because it's terrible, people don't want to get in get in bed together, mm. so 100%. to speak. Um, but I, it, yeah, I think it needs to stop. It it should it should stop, and that's one thing coming out of this that hopefully just makes people realise life is too short. And look at MMA, and look at the, these guys don't care about losing, and they still get opportunities. There's this yeah. thing that's happened in boxing where promoters are looking after their own interests. Mm -hmm. The boxers are too scared to lose, and it just creates a combination where the sport just suffers. And hopefully, coming out of this, the sport's gonna gonna be flying if we can if we can get back to normal. Mm. Does the pandemic mean less fights get get made? The protecting their roles, you know, like th these kind of things. I feel like does it matter anymore? Do people just want to fight? I think you gotta be a bit restless now. I mean, there's so little opportunity that. Yeah, but I, I was you know, thinking so because because of obviously the pandemic, all the fights that are happening really are all just televised, aren't they? And they yeah. So that the only opportunity they got to fight is unless you get on a show that's televised, which is tough. Which is yeah. hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to do. So even some of these fighters are starting out at five and O's and things like that. Do you know what I mean? They're good they're good fighters, good enough to be on T V, but if they haven't got enough exposure, they're not gonna be put on the T V. You've got to worry about so the sport. I can imagine yeah. that they yeah. that, that people are getting If you're really... now an amateur boxer, done really well. Unless you're landing in, you know, Ron McCracken's gym with the GB mm. or you're landing in, you know, in you're from Essex and you end up with Matchroom or you end up, you know, falling into Frank's lap, 
why would you ever turn over if there's not those opportunities you can't earn a wage and so that's what worrying about the sport is are we going to see a reduction in professional boxers when the sport was its most popular ever I cannot tell you it performs seconds of football on every platform Mm. it's ready to explode but this is just making it so difficult yeah Uh, I mean to be fair you don't get paid as an amateur either unless you're on on the GB setup so um it's your. It's a bit weird. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. At this point, mm. um, so it's it is it's tough for boxers. It really is in a in a world where it's tough. Even when everything's great, it's tough. Mm. Um, so at times like this, when you've got no fights, no income, um, you know, like it, it's hard to look far into the future mm. and see some hope. This is where a lot of careers will never return. You know, a lot of people will never will never actually recover. From yeah, this pandemic, because it, for all of it, they, they've got bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like it's, they're sticking. There might be talented fighters out there that have just thought, you know, well, fuck this, I can't, like, I can't wait about yeah. it. I'm going, going back to their old career or something, or even lose sight of their dreams that they may have had and yeah. probably may have even realised. Do you know what I mean? It's um, it's hard, mate. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. So with um, with regards to to you, we know you want to go and win a, a southern area title. I'd love to. We've got to go. Oh, you're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're, we're, we're gonna. Careful matchmaking. Careful matchmaking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll the true the boxing way. We'll get you in the ring. Down to, yeah. uh, to middleweight, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we're there talking about best fight and the best, and then we say careful matchmaking. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I feel like it means that you just have to have good loads of good habits. Mm. Um, do you have? Enough of them. Do you, know, do you know what it is? So, tra- obviously, look, I've started training with Ben Davison, right? And he, uh, in my opinion, is, is probably the best trainer. Just about still training with him, by the way. Okay, <laughs> just about still training with him. I missed the session. But, um, but, yeah, so training with Ben Davison, like, in my opinion, is the best trainer in this country by, by a long, long way. And talking about habits, he's taught me some little things that... It, it, we, I've been calling them light bulb moments and you go oh my god yeah. yeah you know little footwork movements and stuff that I mean look I've boxed for, for years I learned so I mean look my, my trainer Richard was great he's, he's an amazing trainer and stuff but I learned in two weeks with Ben um, more than I'd learned in the last few years of me training yeah. and that's the God's honest truth like what a, what a man yeah. like honestly what a man and even the team around like even the nutrition and stuff around it amazing have you met him? Have you met Ben? I've not met Ben, yeah. but I know I know he's meticulous. I yeah. can just tell Mate, that he's much. Just, he's just yeah. like he's, I, he's I twenty-seven he's years like, old. He's it's, amazing, like, he's it's, like, it's like meeting a forty-seven-year-old, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, look, but, the, but I've never the man. The man's knowledge is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Just little tiny. He just taught me little tiny movements, and 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 he looked at me like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I, it's, it's, I, I said he's like the rain man of boxing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He knows everything. Yeah. Like, he's, he, he's, he's absolutely amazing. And like, yeah, some of the little things he's taught me and getting into new habits. Obviously, it's all, when, you, when I first went there, you've got your old habits, the, the, the training that you've yeah. done before, the, the club you've had before. It's like anything, you know, there's different ways of doing things. Yeah. But the, 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 way, the, the way he teaches and the way he trains is second to none. I've never experienced anything like it. And I've honestly, genuinely, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, feel are so lucky to be in that gym training with Ben because you ain't getting any better than that. Yeah. It's just from when you mastermind a, mm. a Tyson Fury <laughs> <laughs> return like that after two years of... This is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's this crazy. One, this, this return is harder. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turns harder, mate. Do you think? No, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Good, I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you should have seen me last week, mate. I was 18 stone. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, well, look, guys, I think that, that brings it to the to the end of the discussion. Hmm. I feel like we've got quite a lot out. I feel, I, feel like, like, yeah. I feel like we're all quite close now. It yeah. was like a therapy no, session. Well, yeah, if I just go for a quick beer then. <laughs> no. Non- no, 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 no. Non-alcoholic for this me. This is the thing. you got to watch Jack. That's the good habits. That we, yeah. Every day. Yeah. It's like I was saying to him, I Sorry. don't think he minds me saying. Crepes. I can see they're nice ones as well. Then, yeah, Jack's like a, like a... I, I, I don't know, I don't want to piss him off, but he's a he's a walking parking ticket. He's just every day is like, he's like oh, oh he's, what's he done? What's he done? You know, you know, you get a call. He's oh, but um, no, he's a great lad. Where's and I think um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a people. A lot of people are gonna be surprised because he he's got skills, and Ben wouldn't be doing it if he didn't believe that. And so. Um, it will be November the 10th. We managed to get a 10-day delay. Hey. Thank you. Yes! So we'll be on BT so and I ITV. Might, for... I might do middleweight now, then. Yeah. No, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> super middle. Super middle. I'll do super middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, thanks for joining us as well, Jack. I'm looking forward to the journey. And um, I think um, you're going to be on a series with The Sun. They're yeah. going to be following your journey. That's mm. going to be interesting. People get to see exactly what goes on in uh, in Jack's life up mm. until this crazy sort of period. Um, not everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not everything. Not everything. Mm. Most things. <laughs> not joking. Joking. But um, yeah, it's been a pleasure, boys. Yeah. Oh, God, my stomach then. Going training? Let's go training. I've got training yeah. again later. Yeah. Five, mate. I'm starving, hungry. My stomach's rumbling. I've been training today. Oh, all I've sat here and thought about the whole time is what my lunch is in the back of the car. I've got meal prep, just a katsu curry, and I can't wait to get it down the gullet. <laughs> well, that's it from us here today. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Stay tuned in. Like, comment, subscribe, all of that, and we'll see you soon.